That was Montreal-based rockers Yesterdays with Backseat Bingo, one of the singles off of their debut EP, Yours to Follow. Yesterdays is made up of three members, Brandon McShad on guitar and lead vocals, Zach LeMay on bass, and Matt Ware on drums. The guys originally got together when Brandon hired Zach and Matt as session musicians for his solo project. But once the spark between these three ignited and the music became heavier and louder, they quickly decided that this new direction the music was going in needed a new band name. And so in 2018, Yesterdays was born. I caught up with the band's drummer, Matt, via Zoom to talk about the band's origin story, the making of their debut EP, and some pretty big names they got to work with because of it. Here's my chat with Matt Ware of Yesterdays. Hey, Matt, how's it going, man? Not too bad, you? Doing all right, doing all right. First off, man, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to chat with me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, I've been looking forward to doing this one. I've been listening to the EP a bunch and just really stoked to chat with one of the members of the band. I think I was supposed to talk to Brandon, but uh, he had a family emergency or something last week. I'm not sure, but anyways, (laughs) thanks for having me regardless. Hopefully everything's okay uh, over there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. I haven't heard anything alarming. I'm not sure. What, honestly, I've been out of the loop a bit, but uh, oh, anyways. Right on, right on, man. Yeah. How's it going? How's the pandemic been treating you? I mean, it's it's different, but it's fine. Um, we're I'm lucky enough to have like a, a setup at home with my drums and everything with uh, with some microphones, so I'm able to to play most of the time when I want. Obviously, not any time of the day, but. Uh, uh, it's good in that sense for me. Uh, Brennan and Zach, I know they're able to play at home as well, so okay, uh, it's good in that on that side of things. However, for in-person things, obviously we can't we can't play shows, which is a big, uh, you know, it sucks. But mm-hmm. I mean, the whole world's in that situation right now, and we can we can practice every now and then. But uh, normally we would do it at my house, but uh, we can't really do that anymore. So. You know, we practice when we can. It made things a little more difficult, but uh, we're doing what we can. It's yeah, trying sure. to make do with what we have. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I find like everyone's everyone's kind of just like learning how to how to get by and how to survive. And a lot of bands, you know, doing Zoom band meetings over Zoom yeah. or uh, just yeah. sending each other like just like you know stems essentially or tracks that they they've recorded, and then you try and like figure mm-hmm. stuff out like that. It's a very interesting. Uh, way way of life right now yeah for sure but i am excited with your band being relatively new i'd like to kind of like dive into origin stories or like at least like paint a bit of a picture of one yeah sure. Uh, when talking to new bands from another interview you had done i believe it was with bucket list i just wanted to like touch on a couple of things that i thought were pretty interesting that i heard there what i learned from that is that the whole band kind of uh started when uh you and zach were performing with brandon on his solo project you were just like his yeah. uh session musicians i guess yeah yeah i guess you could call it that yeah how different was that sound to what is now yesterday's because i wasn't able to find any of brandon's stuff i don't know if he just like took it off or yeah 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 uh it was very it's quite different honestly uh as soon as we became like uh, a band i guess you could say as opposed to like a solo act with supporting musicians it's the sound has definitely changed a lot um I guess we've gotten like slightly heavier. I describe Brennan's music as being like very poppy, like okay. pop rock, uh, uh, more, I don't know, I guess approachable for the general, general listeners, you know, but, uh, it's, it's definitely gotten a lot, 
I guess, darker or heavier in, in a sense. Okay. Zach and I are much more influenced by, uh, by like heavier, heavier bands. I listen to a lot of metal and stuff, uh, Gojira, Slipknot, uh, heavy bands like that. Obviously we aren't that heavy, but, mm-hmm. um, Zach has his own set of influences. as well. They're more on the heavier side, I would say. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say Brendan doesn't have heavy influences, but he definitely listens to a lot more, uh, poppy bands i guess you could say right yeah yeah. so it kind of i think it meshes well together the sound has definitely gotten heavier but uh at the same time it's not too heavy but uh i'd show you if i could i don't have any any copies of anything but the contrast (laughs) is it's quite quite alarming i guess okay that's why you decided like okay like the kind of stuff we're making now as a band like this deserves a new name i would imagine that's kind of yeah yeah because yeah, because initially when we when we first joined Brendan or when he first took us on, I should say he, uh, you know, he he was in charge. I guess you know it was his songs. We were basically brought on to play play shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then over time, you know, we started we started jamming, we started practicing, and we started coming up with our own stuff. And Brendan and I kind of had a conversation where it was like, I I think we sh- it should be a band, and Brendan was in full agreement. And then that's when we were like, all right, let's let's make it a band and we moved on from there took us a while to find a name because every name in the world is taken yeah uh, for sure yeah it was definitely once we started uh once we started to collaborate a bit more and each throw in our our ideas that's when we realized we should probably change it from a solo act to a band cool cool and like what what kind of like time frame are we talking here so because the band formed in 2018 yeah yeah i think uh when did i start oh boy might have been like the i think it was the beginning of 2018 if i'm not mistaken when we first hopped on i know it was in the winter it's been it's been a few oh, years so this so. was a pretty quick a pretty quick uh, transition yeah overall i think unless, i could be totally mistaken though i'm trying to remember mm-hmm. but uh, actually it might have been no it was longer than that i'm i'm totally wrong here <laughs> okay. it was uh yeah i think it was forget we started one winter um it might have been winter of 2017 actually i think it was that um and we started playing with him and we played through the summer we played a show in the fall and then the following winter in 2018 that's when we kind of had that conversation like all right we've been together for like a year now we're all throwing in our parts let's let's be a band and that's when we changed it cool cool uh i found it interesting too that um you had all gone to the same high school yeah Oni's Zach and Brandon were like, I guess, friends in high school and they didn't, you guys knew of each other, but didn't really hang out at all. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon was, uh, a grade above us. Okay. Zach and I were in the same grade. Brandon was a grade above us. And I think Brandon and Zach knew each other because they had done some kind of like, like they've done music events at the school and stuff like that. So they knew each other through there, but for some reason, which I honestly kind of regret, I didn't really do any music events until like uh, grade 11. And okay. uh, anyways, that, I don't know why, but uh, so Brendan didn't really know of me or uh, didn't really know I was a drummer. And then the following year, um, he was at the variety show. We held a, a big variety show every year. And uh, Zach, uh, one of our friends named Julian and myself, we, we ended up playing in the variety show. And that's when Brandon first saw me okay. and, 
then anyways, time went on. Nothing happened then. I, I knew who he was. He had big poofy hair, so he was yeah. hard to miss at the time. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew who he was, but we never really spoke in high school. And then he sort of branched off. He started doing his solo stuff. And then he brought Zach on. And Zach, and Brandon was looking for a drummer. And Zach recommended me. And then Brandon remembered that I played at the variety show with him. And that's how it all kind of started. Okay. So Yeah. You know, like how in high school you have like the different groups. I'm, uh, you know, you have like the jocks, you have the stoners and all of that. What, <laughs> yeah. what group was, uh, were Brandon and Zach in? And what group were you in that, uh, that your social circles didn't really cross paths? Uh Oh boy. Uh, I want to say, I hope he's not mad. Uh, I want to say Zach was a bit more on the stoner side, but not okay. really. Uh, Brandon, honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I didn't really pay attention to him too much in that regard. Um, definitely none of us were jocks or anything. Definitely not in that friend group. I was friends. Uh, I, I'm probably somewhere in the middle of everything. I don't, I don't drink or anything like that. So I'm definitely not part of that group, but, uh, I have a lot of friends who are, you know, we play video games and stuff like that, I guess hmm. nerdy ish, but, uh, not like not all out nerdy, but okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> An okay. Average kid, I guess. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Brandon, I'm, I'm not really sure. I, cause he was a great above. So I was never really with him. I didn't really know too much, uh, about his friends or anything like that so i couldn't really tell you unfortunately true, true. all right no worries no worries how long have you been drumming for uh at this point i think like 11 years or so okay. i think i started in the sixth grade when i was 10 or 11 and my dad brought home a drum kit and it was actually for his birthday okay uh, it was going to be his kit for his 40th birthday and uh, so much for that. I took it over <laughs> and he, he barely played. And I played it all the time and that's where it started. Yeah. So cool. about 10, 11 years ago. And what were you doing before Yesterday's was a thing? Were you in other bands or just kind of drumming for yourself? I was just mainly drumming for myself. I would often just play uh, play two songs. You know, I'd have it playing through my my headset and learn a bunch of songs that way. Uh, listening to music, going to see different big bands. Um, I would occasionally jam with uh, Zach and and my friend Julian from high school, the one we did the variety show with. And but we weren't necessarily like a band. Uh, mm -hmm. Yesterday's is technically like the first band I joined. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've before that I was just playing for myself, really. Right. Just enjoying it. Something I thought was uh, funny, like you, you'd mentioned it, that you guys were struggling to come up with a name for the band. Yeah. Brandon kind of credited you for really getting the main idea of Yesterday's uh, together. You had a, another another name written down. I think it was like Yesterday's, yesterday's I, Past or something like I that. I think it was Yesterday's Mirage or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Again, I don't really remember the meaning behind it. It took us like a month or two to come up with a name. No joke. We just yeah. throw throw stuff at the wall and see what stuck. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was some kind of play on words of how like, uh, you know, what's happened's happened and just kind of move forward, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are just like affected by the past, you know, but it's all, it's all kind of a, I don't know, a mirage. It was some kind right. of weird... I don't know, me trying to be philosophical or something, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it kind of worked with that and it sounded cool. So I brought that up and then we ended up 
eliminating that third word and just making it yesterday's, I guess it's, it's, it's more simple. It's straightforward. It's yeah. Yeah. For sure. A shorter name. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I thought it was funny in the, uh, in that interview, you, you were just like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Well, even now it's like you bring something up, but I can't remember everything. Yeah. yeah it, man. It's so, it's so weird because of like the whole pandemic thing. I just feel like yeah. time as a construct, just like doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, the weeks fly by, even though there's like kind of nothing to do, they, they fly by like they never happen. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you still a gamer? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I still play. Uh, yeah, it's it's come in pretty clutch with the pandemic. Not <laughs> For gonna sure. lie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I play. Uh, I play pretty much every day. You know, what, at what night, games do you play? To, uh, lately, what have I been playing? Uh, I play Minecraft, NHL, Call of Duty, occasional small games with friends. Uh, there's like Phasmophobia. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, uh, I haven't. I don't know what that is. It's some weird funky ghost game, but it's fun <laughs> to play with friends. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll play whatever my friends are playing pretty much. Right. If if it's not too expensive. Yeah. Are you on PC or? Yeah, I have a. I built a PC in the fall, and I have a, a PlayStation as well. PS4. Cool. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. I just I I was one of the lucky few to manage to score a PS5. Oh yeah. Man, it was it was the hardest thing to do. Like, I, I must <laughs> yeah. have been on the release radar things like every single day, and like nothing came on market. And then I was driving for someone. I had to drive go like outside of uh, Toronto, like maybe an hour to go pick something up for someone. And uh, while I was doing that, I was just like, okay, I'm going to call every EB Games on like on the path and then all the way back. And EB Games were like, no, dude, we don't have it. Like, stop trying. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, then I just called like some random small store and they actually had one and they weren't selling it for like a ridiculous amount of money. So oh, I managed wow. to score one. And yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Pretty, pretty uh, that's happy. That's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. You're the second person I've heard or to know that I that has gotten a PS5. I only know one other guy, and he bought it off. I only know one of, other guy too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. <laughs> he bought it off of Facebook Marketplace. Oh, really? Did he have to yeah. like pay like double price almost? Not even. He got. I think he got it for like six hundred or just slightly above like the market rate. Like wow. it was. Yeah, I was impressed. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Sorry, let's uh, no digress, digress talking about video games. Uh, I'm a big gamer too. So what, once you guys decided to be a band, what's, what has like the writing process for, for music been? Is it very like hands-on, everyone has, has their thing? or Yeah, for the, for the most part, I would say it's pretty hands-on. Like uh, we'll often come in with like an idea or something. I'll play a beat or Brendan will come in and play a riff or, or Zach, whatever. And we can work on it from there. However, more often than not, I find it's a song will come out of nowhere. Like we'll, we'll just be warming up and just practicing and playing whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Brendan will start playing something. And then I just stop playing and I'm like, do that again. And then he'll, he'll play it again. And then Zach's like, oh yeah, okay. And then he'll join in, you know, and he'll cool. start playing. And it's happens like countless times where it just comes out of nowhere. Right. Like, right. um, our song, uh, the first track off the EP, Light It Up, it happened like that. Oh, Brendan had an Sick. idea in his bathroom and he came and he played it. The song Other Side happened like that, if I'm not mistaken, where Zach just started playing a weird thing and then we just, it, it was done in like two hours. It's, it's, it often happens like that. Sweet, sweet. But uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty like collaborative thing. Um, more often than not sometimes mm -hmm. brendan will come in with a with a song idea and like explain it to us and show us the structure and then we kind of 
just fill right in on the top gaps. of it. We fill in the gaps. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I think backseat backseat bingo was was like that, where Brendan had the idea, he brought it in, and we kind of, you know, refined it a bit, or I guess we right, put our right. our two cents in. Right. For sure. And uh, yeah, but it's pretty. It's always fun because it's never like totally one person it's yeah. like everybody's always open to whatever if if i have an idea i'm open to, to change it or uh, you know we're always listening to each other and what we want to do with it so right it's, it's always fun cool cool and like now are, are, are you guys still writing like new songs actively right like these days when we can yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's we i mean we always have ideas and we're always listening to new stuff so we always get inspired by different things so when we have ideas, like a lot of the times I'll be, I'll be drumming, just messing around and I'll come up with a drum beat and then I'll just pull out my phone, throw it on the floor, record a voice memo and just play it quick and then send it to the group. And right. what can we do with this? And then, Oh, that sounds cool. Okay. I'll think about it and stuff like that. So we're always, I guess you could say we're always kind of writing. We always have ideas to go, but uh, yeah, with COVID it's, it's different, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're yeah. always, we're always working on something. Yeah. It sounds like you can still kind of do it. You're just missing the, like that instant, like instantaneous uh, part of it, just like all being in the same room together. But it sounds like it's pretty much the same. Like you'll have the drum beat, like you said, you'll send it off. And then the guys are like, Oh, cool. Here, here's a baseline for it or a guitar riff. And then you can build it that way. Right. Yeah. 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 And with the, the home recording setups, it helps too. But it's like when we're, it's we we jam in person when we can uh like depending on what the province's like restrictions are like we jammed a lot in the summer but then we kind of went back on lockdown and we jammed a couple times in the winter then we went on lockdown and yeah we're not so much on lockdown anymore we still have curfew but like there's a guideline that says bands are allowed to rehearse within rehearsal spaces oh that's really cool yeah so obviously following like wearing masks and following all the the protocols and everything but yeah uh yeah it's still not the same though like we we could still do it but it's not as i don't know as comfortable like when we could do it in in my my basement it's you know you could come and hang out for an afternoon and if you get bored you can just take a break watch watch a movie or something and then oh you have an idea and then we can jump back in right, right. whereas now it's very much like get in practice do whatever get out right right so it's even though we can uh every now and then get together in person it's still not the same like kind of dynamic yeah that camaraderie and like just letting stuff like inspiration strikes in the weirdest times right like you might watch a movie and like hear something in the soundtrack or just i don't know like yeah i can totally i can totally get that like it's uh it's it's kind of hard to like force creativity when mm-hmm. you know like okay we have an hour we got to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> the band has to date at least from what I can see on Spotify you've released four singles three of which are uh, coming on the upcoming um, EP which is called Yours to Follow. Can you tell me about the title? So it's uh, it's actually a lyric out of the song Light It Up. Okay. Um, and honestly I I. Th- think it was brendan who kind of had the idea to put that as the as the title i'm not sure it's been a while it's been a while it's been in the works forever like yeah absolutely uh everything was done recording we recorded everything before covid even happened uh and we're only releasing it now so right um 
but I think uh, we were we were looking for something to put either one of the titles of the songs, but we figured no, that's uh, that wouldn't really work out. And um, then we just started looking through the lyrics of the songs, and there's one line in uh, "Light It Up." I think it's "We're Yours to Follow," and we just figured, yeah, "Yours to Follow" that works. You know, like mm-hmm. it's you interpret it how you want to do it, take it where you want to go. So here's our music it's yours to follow right yeah 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 Yeah, i thought it was something like that which i thought was like pretty smart uh which is pretty cool and i i didn't realize it was one of the lyrics from uh from a song which makes it like a bit more meaningful for you guys too which is cool i really love the uh the album art man it's uh it's very very cool who uh do you know who who came up with it yeah 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 so that's that's another interesting thing so um if I'm not mistaken, he lives in the Philippines. Um, oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, his name is is Julian Akbar, I believe. And um, Brendan and I, uh, we both, I think it was Brendan who followed him first. On, on Instagram, Brendan came across this guy's page and he posts his artwork all the time. And Brendan showed it to me and I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. He has his own unique style and mm-hmm. all the stuff is is really nice. So I started following him as well. And when it came time to um to to get a cover for the ep uh we figured why not see what this guy has so we were going through his page and all his different artworks and we came across the one that's that's now on the cover um it had different writing of course but mm-hmm. uh this guy julian akbar he he gives you the option where like he can customize it for you like we we paid for it but mm-hmm. uh he can customize it for you and make it yours and everything like that so uh brandon sent them a message and he did it and we sent them some money through paypal and <laughs> there we go so very cool yeah yeah it's did this, interesting uh, did this like all happen during covid too or uh yeah that that i think it did yeah right interesting that yeah it's so yeah. again that's like something so cool that like uh, a lot of artists that i've interviewed like they're just reaching out to people like in germany and uh you know the uk or whatever and it's something that may not have happened if it weren't for if it weren't for covid i think i'm just trying to like grasp at positives you know for the last year just because it's been it's been such a shit show so yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. but yeah man like the i i think the the art really meshes well with the style of music too i i uh i was just staring at this and like listening to the ep right before this actually and uh, i was just like this just makes sense it just feels (laughs) right yeah well that's kind of that's kind of the thing we got from it too it was brendan who really pointed it out Mm -hmm. and he he showed the picture to us and we were both like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're on board. Cool. It, yeah, I agree. It definitely fits the style. So it's good. It's good to hear that somebody else agrees with it. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The one name that I recognize for uh, the team that helped put the EP together, Harry Hess. Uh, yeah. So from my understanding, again, this is just from other interviews, but Brandon has worked with uh, with Matt at Avebury Studios for a while. I'm guessing yeah. with his solo yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But how did Dave and Harry Hess get involved in the in the making of this project? Well, it's it's an interesting story. So uh, yeah, Matt was always working with Brandon, so that's always the the guy we would initially go to. Uh, in fact, it still is the guy we go to for recording. Uh, Dave came on the scene, or he reached out to us after we participated in this rock competition called Rockalypse. It happens every year in Montreal. Okay. Um, and all the bands they go they play like a 20 minute set i think there's like eight bands or 10 bands or something like that that get accepted into it 
and uh, there's there's prizes for first, second, and third, I believe. And like first place prize is like a a slot in this big festival in Quebec. Uh, second place is a mini tour, and I think it was Italy or something at the time, which was like, oh my god, that seems crazy for a second. And prize. Uh, third place, I can't remember, but. Uh, we went, we played that show. It was awful. <laughs> we played terrible. <laughs> we all walk off stage. We're like, oh my God, this is, it was terrible. We were all like so bummed out. Needless to say, we didn't get first, second or third. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, Dave was there. And a little later on, he, he sent a message to us and he's like, hey guys, I saw you at, uh, at Rockalypse. I was wondering if you want to come by and check out my studio. So... Uh, we went by and we we knew who he was. He's the the drummer in the band, uh, The Damn Truth, who were mm-hmm. pretty well known here in Montreal. And so we're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Okay, so we'll we'll go we'll go meet with him. So we went, we talked with him. He showed us his studio. His, his studio is really really awesome. Like a cool, it's got a cool vibe to it. And you know, he started talking to us and what he liked and what he thought uh, we should do. You know, like just giving us like friendly advice based off of his experience and stuff. Right. And he, you know, he explained like, ah, for mixing this and that. Uh, and so anyways, we, we took that, we moved on. Uh, we started recording again with Matt at uh, Avebury. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we, what we did was we took, uh, we took the, the stems of the recordings and we sent them over to Dave and he started mixing it mm-hmm. and he mixed our first single beautiful day. And, compared to anything we'd done in the past the mix was like unbelievable and we were like oh my god this is this is too good so then we went back to dave again with all the songs from uh, from the ep and he mixed them all and we're we're so impressed with how it turned out so uh over time as well when he's been hearing our stuff he likes our stuff and he just keeps on giving us advice you know like you should try and push this always be active on social media even if it seems like you're being annoying you know because the more you post the more you have a presence absolutely yeah um you know stuff like that so he's he's been giving us a ton of tips which like just he's a good guy like we never ask him for for anything he just always you know and uh he once he was done all the mixes then he brought up Harry Hess and he was like, listen, he's like the guy in Canada to go to for mastering. He'll do a master way better than I can do a master. So he's like, I recommend going to him. So instead of taking our money himself, Dave recommended this other guy. Wow. Uh, Dave master. really sounds like a cool yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> and uh, so that's that's how we kind of got in touch with, uh, with Harry. So we reached out to him and he mastered it and yeah yeah it it sounds yeah like the new ep does sound huge it's so yeah it's so good for the listeners that don't know harry hess is really well known in canada but he's mastered for the likes of billy talent in three days grace so some like pretty big names yeah um so yeah that must have just been exciting too just to have someone that's had hands on albums like just super famous albums to come out which is which is sweet. Would this have then been the first time for you recording in a studio? Uh, when more or less, like I first, uh, when I first started with Brendan, like Beautiful Day was the first song that I recorded in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, the CP. So not the first, first time, but uh, it's still, the whole studio thing is still relatively fresh, but 
Yeah. But honestly, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it all day, every day. Like that's, it's, that's it's awesome, always a good man. time. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know what Matt's process is like for like, is he a very hands-on producer? Or does he kind of just like let you do your thing? Uh, how do I describe it? He's kind of like the best of both worlds, I guess. He cool. doesn't, he know like, He's good like that. Like he knows he won't overstep, but at the same time, if he feels something is lacking, he'll he'll give a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the best examples of that I have is uh, in the song "Light It Up." Uh, at the end of the song, the way we finish it now, I do this like big drum roll, and and Brendan and Zach just strum out these these notes on the guitar, uh, like right at the end, and it just mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a good ending. And that was never there in the first place. Oh, that was Matt's suggestion. Cool. And we just kind of ended it. I don't know. Just that's it. Cut right. it out. Like we finished playing the riff and boop, that's yeah. done. And we thought that was cool. And then Matt brought up that suggestion and it was like, oh my God. And it just, it made the song <laughs> like clicked. way better. And uh, so like he'll, he'll get hands on like that sometimes, but he never... Like if we say no, it's okay. That's it. Fine. And right. we'll, we'll move on. But we, we know him very well. Like he's a friend too. Like he, you know, he's been to our shows and stuff like that. And it's, it's just fun to work with him. Like we're always comfortable. It's like, we're hanging out. It's not like we're under pressure or anything right. like that. And yeah, he's always, he always gives suggestions. He always, you know, like he'll, he'll listen to what we have to hear I remember he, I saw him in some kind of interview. I forget who interviewed him, but he was explaining how he feels like it's his job to make the, the artists feel comfortable in the studio. And he does a pretty good job of it. So he doesn't overstep too much, but he, like he's, he's hands-on, but he's not hands-on. He's, he's the perfect balance, honestly. Right. He's, so it's, we always like going to him to record because it's just a good, a good environment they're always comfortable and we always get good results so right yeah which is yeah. so important too right like you got to be in your comfort zone in order to let creativity like flourish and uh that totally makes sense that's awesome yeah, yeah. uh what is your favorite track of the new ep uh probably light it up yeah. uh personally uh just because i find it the most fun to play okay uh it's the most I guess active it's it's like a good pump up song I guess yeah definitely Um, is for sure yeah and it's just I don't know it's always fun to play faster songs on the drums um but also other side is a blast to play on the drums too there's some some cool parts on the toms and stuff towards the end of the song uh but probably for me anyways I think I would say light it up just because of the you know the pump up feel of it definitely yeah i totally get that that was the first song of the band i'd heard at all and i was just like holy shit what is this who are these guys so yeah i I totally agree with that i really like that it it must be a bit nerve-wracking releasing your first ep during a pandemic is is that like something that you're kind of scared of or uh i'm i don't know Uh, i'm i'm okay with it i'm excited Mm -hmm. to get it out personally yeah um I'm always, yeah, I just want people to hear it, you know, we, and sure. so far, so far we've been getting really, really good feedback. So it's, it's always good to hear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's different, obviously. It's like a completely unknown thing to anybody releasing during a pandemic, but yeah. like we kind of, I don't know, we, we held off, we could have released this much earlier. 
uh, but we kind of held off for a while, I think, to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. And then after talking with different people, like uh, Brendan's sister, she's like our, our manager. Okay. Um, she she went to school in, I don't know what exactly, something to do with the, mu- the music industry, I think. So she's okay. very well versed in, in this area. And her and one of her friends that works at uh, this, I think it's a PR agency or whatever you want to call it in, in uh, Toronto called Looters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were kind of like, you know, this is a, good opportunity because you know there's nothing out there right now and um you know if you put it out there like everybody's on social media all the time there's nothing to do people are listening to music you know Mm -hmm. it's um so they're like this this is a good time to put stuff out it's a it's like a good opportunity as much as you can't play shows or anything or uh, you know life kind of sucks right now right it's a good opportunity to put it out so we kind of took that in and figured you know, we agreed. And so we decided to, to put it out. So it's, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's nerve wracking necessarily. That's just my opinion though, obviously, mm-hmm. but I, I I'm excited. I, I'm always excited to, to hear people's reactions or to see what they think of the song. So. Right. For yeah. sure. Do you, do you guys have like a bunch of new material that's kind of like on the cusp of ready to go too, or? Yes and no. We have a lot of ideas. Nothing's like finished yet okay a lot of refining but we always like i was saying before we always have ideas in in out there so we just gotta take the time to to put stuff together right but yeah cool all right so this is gonna be kind of more more generalized music talk but um in the q a that you guys did from your youtube channel it was very apparent that there's a lot of different tastes, music tastes in the band, but that Food Fighters yeah. is like the one band that you can all agree on that's really good, which obviously yeah. they are. Um, but what I found interesting hearing from you is like you said, you're into the heavier stuff, but like we're talking like kind of like getting into black metal with like you mentioned Behemoth and uh, Zeal and Adora, I think came up as well. And then Slipknot. So are, are you a big Joey yeah. Tortison fan? Yeah, well, when I when I first started drums, he was probably my biggest like influence yeah. or my you know the person I looked up to the most. Um, and yeah, like Joey, I don't know. It, it's it's because when you're starting, obviously, like the fast drums and the complicated drumming, it's like oh my god, that's like yeah, that's what you want to do. And over time, now I've learned to kind of play more to the song. Right. Yeah, as a as a kid, Joey Jordison, it was like, oh my god, yeah. yeah so man. he's yeah, definitely a big influence. And over time, I started getting into other things. My friend Julian, I think in grade seven, recommended the band Gojira. Okay. And they they've become one of my favorite bands for sure. And their drummer Mario Duplante has become a massive influence. He's he's an unbelievable drummer. And. Yeah, yeah, and I'm definitely into more of the the heavy stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of heavier drummers that I'm influenced by for sure. Do you do you find it like? Well, you mentioned like you're learning to kind of play play for the music now. Is that was that kind of hard at first? Where you're just like, I want to go fast, I want to go hard. Yeah, like, yeah. When I first started with Brendan, it's like the music was more poppy, and so the drums weren't complicated. They weren't out right. there, but they they worked with the songs, you know. And I always. I always had that itch to to play more, but I had to kind of, you know, sit back, be patient and play, play to the song. Right. Um, but now I, nowadays I find myself, I'm more, 
I'll still play when I'm just messing around, I'll play fast and I'll do whatever. But when we're coming up with, with songs and stuff, I find I'm a lot more focused now on playing for the song as opposed to playing a complicated drum part. Okay. You know, like if, um, I don't have to show people that I can play complicated drums, you know, like if you look at a lot of the biggest bands, the, the drumming isn't necessarily complicated, but that doesn't mean people aren't good drummers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and if there was, if there were certain songs out there that had complicated drums, it just wouldn't work as well with the song. Right. And so I've nowadays I find I'm much more focused on playing for the song as opposed to playing fast. Yeah. But the itch is, is still there sometimes. Sure, I can't sure. deny it. <laughs> are you, uh, are, like, is there room in the live shows to do any like drum solos where you can kind of just yeah, like, yeah. take that off a bit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. I usually, we usually throw in a drum solo here or there, uh, if if Zach and Brendan have to tune down or change tunings or something like that, it's like okay, well, can I do a drum solo? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, and then they can go do their thing. And for sure, yeah, that's, yeah, awesome. that's always a blast. <laughs> what band or artist has been helping you get through the pandemic the most? Who have you been listening to the most? Would you say? Ooh, um, I've been listening to a lot of Royal Blood. Yeah, uh, to be honest, yeah, yeah Royal yeah, Blood sick. is. Like there isn't one song that I don't like from Royal Blood. Cool. It's, I don't know. Their sound is so unique and they have such cool tones with the, like with the bass and uh, it's, yeah. Royal Blood. Um, who else? Probably a bit of Foo Fighters lately. Uh, the Pretty Reckless since they released their new, yeah. their new album. Yeah, which is that great. Cool. Yeah, it's an awesome. Yeah. Them. Uh, who else? Gajira. Gajira has been releasing some music too. They just announced recently uh, that they have an album coming out soon. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of other stuff too, but those are probably the biggest ones, especially cool. Royal Blood. I've yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you how do you generally go about finding new music? Um, often I'll uh, I have Apple Music, and what I'll often do is just go on a band I know, like go on Royal Blood on mm -hmm. their page, and at the bottom they have suggestions for other artists, and right. I'll just start going through randomly. I'll, I'll look at the bottom. Often it's bands you know, but if there's one I don't know, I'll, I'll click on that, and I'll start listening. It's like, yeah, so-so. Then I'll go to the bottom again, and I'll click a different band. and Yeah. Stuff like that. Also, through like hearing stuff from Brennan or Zach, they might suggest something or... Um, yeah, like often just finding connections with like bands that I know, uh, similarities and stuff like that. For sure. Like I'll often, it'll be, you know, like 10 at night and I'm just listening to music on iTunes or on Apple Music and I'm just browsing. And yeah, that's probably the main way. Yeah. Um, but also sometimes bands will put stuff on their socials like, oh, you got to check out this group or you got to check out that. And there's that too. But I would say mainly just browsing through Apple Music, honestly. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's uh, yeah. That's how that's how I've been doing it. I just ask everyone that just uh, just to find out if there's some website I don't know about or uh, yeah. a blog or anything like that. So, okay, if if you kind of do that on the regular, what's like the latest and greatest find that that you've come across? Like a band that's very new to you that you're just like, wow, these guys are exciting. I came across one band. It's not like the usual stuff I would listen to, okay. but they're called the Sleep Token. I don't know if you yeah, ever heard Sleep of Token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like and a very Deftones vibe to them. Yeah, it's it's like they get super heavy, almost like genty kind yeah. of. 
but then they also get like all uh like existential or something i guess like it gets very out there i i thought that band is pretty cool i've been showing that to a couple of my friends too it's 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 weird though it's not normally what i would listen to but at the same time it's it's really well done and i know exactly what you mean yeah their whole like uh mysterious vibe to them or look is is pretty cool too like you don't know who they are yeah and they have like a mask on and it's just like focus on the music we don't worry about us. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. That's, I like that too. That's pretty interesting. But uh-huh. I, I know what you mean. There's that that whole like mystique going on with uh, yeah. with the band, which is wicked. Do you have any recommendations for local Montreal bands that people should uh, check there's out? A, there's a few we know. Um, well, first off, the damn truth. Got to give props to yeah, uh, they're wicked. Dave uh, just for everything he's done, and they're they're really solid. Uh, there's also uh, the Motor League. Uh, they've been giving them a couple shout-outs and stuff like that, and they've they've followed us on socials. Uh, who else? It's been a while. It's been a while since we've yeah. we've worked uh, with uh, a lot of smaller bands, like more unknown bands. Brennan would be the guy to ask for this. Not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah, for sure. A lot of the a lot of the bands, uh, <laughs> but definitely the Damn Truth Motor League. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool, man. Dude, thank you so much. This uh this has been a great fun uh fun chat. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, man. And uh yeah, so if you haven't yet, go listen to the EP. It is wicked. And yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to when uh when you're able to perform again. I'd love to see you guys perform live. It sounds like yeah. a fun yeah, band. Thanks, man. We're we're looking forward to it too, for sure. Cool. Cheers, yeah. dude. Have a good day. Thanks, you too, man. Cheers.